Hello, everyone. Welcome to Thought for the Day. This is Bernard from TCA College, and I will be sharing with you for today. In 1976, Francis A. Shaver, a renowned American pastor, published a book entitled "How Should We Then Live: The Rise and Decline of Western Thought and Culture." In it, Shaver's main proposal is: when we base society on the Bible, on the infinite personal God who is there and has spoken, this provides an absolute. By which we can conduct our lives, and by which we can judge society. Today, an echo of that message is heard once again in the Epistle of Jude that I would like to share with you. May we refresh and rebuild our foundation of faith, and maneuver our walk with the Lord according to this wonderful teaching from Jude, a brother of James. We learn. The very center of the gospel and Christian living, as we read this short letter of Jude, the theme for today is, how then should we live, to contend for the faith. Please spend a few minutes to reflect upon what I have just shared, and I will be right back after this song. Everyone who longs for truth. Needing hope and strength renewed, come and meet the Savior of the world. Everyone who longs inside, desperate for the words of life, come and meet the Savior.
Hello, friends. Welcome back to Thought for the Day. If you got your Bibles ready, let's look at the Epistle of Jude, verses three to four. I would like to read the passage from the New English Translation Bible. Do follow along with me, dear friends. Although I have been eager to write to you about our common salvation, I now feel compelled. Instead, to write to encourage you to contend earnestly for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints, for certain men have secretly slipped in among you, men who long ago were marked out for the condemnation I'm about to describe, ungodly men who have turned the grace of our God into a license for evil. And who deny our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ? One unique characteristic about Christianity is that believers are encouraged to defend what they believe in. We are taught to stand up for Jesus, as one old hymn said it well: "Stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross." Lift high the royal banner; it must not suffer loss. To stand up for Jesus in time of challenge, Christians need to know the truth and possesses the ability to differentiate the differences between the true and the false. Let me give you an illustration. In the United States, U.S. currency education program has all the information about bank notes. It tells you everything about the currency notes, from its design to its paper, security features, and etc. You are fed with all the true and genuine features about U.S. notes. Therefore, when you are given notes, you are able to differentiate the counterfeit. From the legal notes, so you need to know what you believe in. In this passage we read just now, Jude told his readers about his burden to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. The word used—I <coughs> beg your pardon—the word used in verse three is contend. One translated as to struggle for, the, sorry, one translated as to struggle for. The original meaning of this word here describes the effort of an athlete, a wrestling match, or some other contest at the games. As one commentary suggested, the metaphor is more alive and vivid. In the pastoral epistle, which speak of the noble contests of faith, and of Paul's fighting the noble match, however, the underlying imagery has completely faded or been transposed into that of actual warfare. One thing you can think of, sorry, one thing. You can take away from this verse is the spirit of strenuously defending our faith. 
if faith is something you really treasure so much. In verse three, it also tells us about the faith. It is once for all entrusted to the saint, to the believers. And I like the phrase "once for all." It means completeness, wholeness, nothing more, nothing less. Today, we receive Christian faith through the handling down of it by the saints in the history. Two thousand years of church history has accumulated a big pool of heritage. From which we can draw the nutrients of faith to nourish our spiritual life. The faith is about the gospel, or even more precisely, the formalized view of the church message as a clearly defined and authoritative transmitted deposit, which the apostle Paul said in his letter to Timothy and Paul. Is commenting on the preciousness of the gospel to which he suffers. He earnestly reminds Timothy to protect it with the help and presence of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, as it is recorded in Second Timothy chapter one, verses eleven to fourteen. Now let's pause for a while. And reflect on this verse. We have to answer a preliminary question before we proceed to the others. Do we know our faith? How well do we know our faith? Have we, with the helps that are available, fully grabbed the accents of our faith? Only if your answers to this question are definitely yes, you may not agree. With what Jude has said in this passage, the implication of this passage is clear and serious. We should not preach a distorted message about our salvation. We should not present a distorted picture of our Master and Lord Jesus Christ. We cannot accept a counterfeit Christ. The gospel we preach. Must be a pure and genuine gospel, and it is Jesus Christ that is written in the Holy Bible. In verse four, there is one more issue we need to address. Jude has strongly accused those who have turned the grace of our God into a license for evil. The grace of our God is to set us free from the bondage of sin and of law. The grace should direct our walk in accordance to the teaching of the Holy Scripture. However, the ungodly man had abused the grace of God and turned them into evil. The word translated here "evil" has an ethical connotation. It involves Moral standard. These men follow their natural instinct, which is corrupted in its very nature. They abuse the grace of God and take it as a license to sin. They bring bad name on Christianity. We should contend 
against them. Have you guarded your faiths strenuously? Let's stand up for Jesus. Think about that as you listen to this song. And I will be back to close this time with a word of prayer. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. And great are you, Lord. It's your
Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for many blessings you have given us. Holy Spirit, help us to stand up for Jesus Christ our Lord. Give us the strength and courage to defend our faith. Bless us as we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We have come to the end of thoughts for the day, and we will be back again tomorrow. Do remember to tune in. Till then, goodbye, and may the blessings of God rest upon you. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Center Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7:40 in the morning and again at 10:30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin@trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Center, may God's presence, peace and power be real to you today and every day. God bless.